0: Welcome to the Stephen Mansfield podcast. It's great to have you with me. Let's get to it. If you were, if you listened to my last podcast, you know that I made a pretty surprising prediction. And that is that Donald Trump is likely to win the presidential election in November. I said that this was the case because Joe Biden is going to prove to be a very weak candidate. And so we'll have fun in the coming months uh, talking about whether Stephen's right or wrong or why he might be right or wrong. I may even have some other folks on the podcast to debate with me a little bit and enjoy learning from them. But I will say, and this is really what I want to talk about to this podcast. In recent weeks, Donald Trump's fortunes in the Uh, 2020 presidential race have been dramatically diminished, and they've been diminished by Supreme Court rulings. Remember that the current Supreme Court has not one but two Trump appointees on it, and uh, it's moved more conservative, and yet recent uh, rulings by the court have been quite to the contrary of the wishes of the supporters of Donald Trump and, of course, of Donald Trump himself. Let's talk about what these were. First of all, in a landmark ruling, the court allowed LGBTQ workers to be protected under the 1964 Civil Rights Act, a provision of which, of course, uh, prevented people from being fired for handicaps, being fired for their race, uh, being kept out of employment for those factors. Well, now, LGBTQ Uh, people are included in those provisions. Of course, not at all the intentions of the court at the time, but that that they are included now. And there was no exemption made for religious organizations. So you are in a situation, uh, just speaking of the religious issues for a moment, which we often do in this podcast, you're in a situation where a church can have someone working for them who suddenly decides uh, that they're gay, who suddenly decides they are trans, uh, who suddenly begins to live out a quite a different lifestyle than they did when they were hired, and that church will not be allowed to fire them under this provision. Now, obviously, there are going to be challenges, and obviously, there are going to be modifications uh, as the legal process works, but that is a landmark ruling, and again, uh, it, was a, it was a ruling actually championed by some of the conservatives that Donald Trump put on the court. Then later, the court uh, said that the DACA program was wrongly ended by the Trump administration. This is a a program that allows children uh, who are the children of uh, illegal immigrants, but who were born in the United States to stay in the U.S. We call them, some people call them the dreamers. Maybe you've heard that language, Um, but it allows them to stay in the United States and be eventually naturalized citizens. Uh, This is under constitutional provisions that we've discussed before on this podcast that allow people born in the U.S. to be considered citizens of the U.S. And so this is a huge debate in our country, as you know, can someone be brought into the country can a can a person enter the US illegally and then give birth to a child who because they were born on US soil however illegal the process that got them here, that child is then a citizen of the United States. That's being debated and discussed. The Obama administration said these are dreamers and they need to be given a piece of the American dream. Uh, The Trump administration said, no, this is just encouraging illegal immigration. The court sided with essentially the Obama administration, uh, not so much saying that all of the program is uh, as it should be, but simply saying that the Trump administration uh, decided to end that program in an inappropriate way. So it's still to be decided, but but right now, a ruling in favor of the Dreamers, a ruling in favor of an Obama administration uh, program, a ruling against the Trump administration. And then finally, uh, we've just had, and by the way, it just came out this morning as I record this on on Monday, the 29th of June, uh, we've just had a ruling by the Supreme Court that denied uh, or, or overturned a law out of Louisiana that has to do with abortion. Now, this is the If there is any hot button issue for Trump's evangelical and conservative supporters, abortion is it. The court ruled uh, that the Louisiana law that required that abortion doctors, doctors giving abortions in private clinics, had to have admitting privileges at local hospitals or they could not perform abortions, the court overthrew that law. In other words, it overthrew the Louisiana law. And I need to say, that's a pretty minor thing. Um, all it's doing, and, and you know, it needs to be implemented correctly, but all such laws are doing is saying you aren't gonna have two tiers of uh, medical certification, uh, a lower tier for abortion doctors and a higher tier for those who practice in hospitals, that you're going to have to have those who practice abortion, those who perform abortion in clinics, uh, perhaps their own clinics, will have to have the status of those, at least achieve the status of those um, who have admitting privileges in local hospitals. Now, is this implemented by people who are trying to limit abortion? Almost certainly. Uh, But it's also a reasonable, before the law, which is blind in, in a sense, you understand what I'm saying, justice being blind, it's a reasonable request out of Louisiana, whatever the intent of those who actually penned that law and tried to establish it as the final law in Louisiana. The U.S. Supreme Court said no go. And they did it on the basis that in 2016, there had been a a law of similar intent coming out of Texas. The court overturned that law. Uh, Therefore, it cited its overturning of the Texas law in 2016 in denying Louisiana law here in 2020. Uh, So, we are in a situation where three huge rulings by the Supreme Court uh, have gone against the Trump administration. Now, in each of these three issues, you will continue to see uh, appeals, you will continue to see modifications, you'll continue to see other case law. Um, I think we will see the Supreme Court probably chisel away at um, abortion rights as they're often pinned in America. Uh, but I don't, they, they chose not to do it with these particular laws, largely because of how the court had ruled uh, in the matter of abortion in 2016 with the Texas law. What this does, though, is it leaves one of the main reasons people supported Trump. When, when 81% of white evangelicals, half of all Roman Catholics, half of all church attenders in America voted for Donald Trump, even if they had to hold of the nose to do it, the fact is, they were, what was most cited was that they could get some good law-abiding conservatives on the Supreme Court and begin to turn the nation back to a moral, rule of law, justice-oriented basis. And now, on three of the most important issues to people who were supportive of and probably still are supportive of Donald Trump, they're not getting any traction they're not getting satisfaction. The court has ruled against them on abortion, against them uh, for those who cared about it on the DACA or Dreamers situation, and against them uh, on employment and LGBTQ rights and uh, forcing religious organizations to uh, retain them or hire them or not discriminate against them in employment, which of course is exactly what religious institutions want to do. And in my view, by the way, should be allowed to do. That's not bias against gays. What it is, is a recognition of religious rights in America. I don't think a synagogue or a mosque or a church ought to be forced to hire people against their Religious uh, re- requirements or restrictions, and that's just that's just uh, I think just wisdom uh, in in the same way that a that an atheist organization shouldn't be shouldn't be required to hire me. <laughs> I'm not an atheist. I'm counter to their core values, and and that that's the way it ought to work in America. But of course, people are pushing laws to do exactly the opposite. So what's happening then is that the very reason people pe- people one of the very reasons people would have voted for Trump in the first place is not proving to pay off. Uh, they're, They're not getting the rulings from the court they want. Uh, the two justices that Trump has appointed have actually championed some of these uh, views and some of these cases that are counter to what the Trump administration wanted and what their supporters certainly wanted. So, what might happen in the upcoming election is that people say, Well, you're dealing with a lot of stink because of Donald Trump. You're dealing with a lot of incompetence. You got the embarrassing tweets. You got the mishandling of COVID 19. You got the uh, ridiculous theater of how he responded to uh, the riots even in in his front yard, Lafayette Park, you know, clearing it with tear gas and walking across to St. John's and holding a Bible and all of this kind of stuff. So we got to not only deal with that, then we don't get the rulings that we want. In other words, a lot of people were holding their nose on uh, the tweets and the misbehavior and the ego and the stripper and all the negatives about Donald Trump. But the reason they were doing it is they, they believed that he would deliver on Supreme Court rulings. He would deliver on some of these core issues Um, that, that, yes, range from strong defense all the way through um, the issue of abortion. But it's proving not to be true if these three recent Supreme Court cases are to be considered. So people might say, hey, if we're go- if I'm going to lose on that front anyway, why put up with the Trump stink? And I, that's my phrase. I'm just being a little bit crass for a moment. Why have to put up with the embarrassment? Why have to put up with the international embarrassment? Why have to put up with this guy who his own staff doesn't like that much? Why have to put up with the turnovers and the insulting of the generals and the just the constant stir with Donald Trump's personality and words and tweeting and uh, just bomb bombastic nature, why not go ahead and go with Biden if we're not going to win on abortion anyway? Why not go ahead and go with Biden if we're not going to win on the gay issue anyway? Why not go ahead and go with Biden if we're not going to win on immigration anyway? Because on other matters like like Foreign policy and military affairs and so on. Hey, he might be as good as Trump. Trump sits up there and fights with his with his uh, generals all the time, and has has hassles with his former uh, security officials and what have you. You, you know, but John Bolton's book that just came out literally accused Donald Trump of crimes, and here was a senior official who was much exalted in the Trump administration. So, what's my point? My point is, though, as I sit here right now, I do believe that Donald Trump still very well might win the election in the fall. In fact, if I was betting, I would bet that he will, uh, because it's a campaign that's going to decide this thing. What's happened recently with the court really hurts him really causes his supporters to scratch their heads and say, we put up with all the junk you have to put up with to be a Trump supporter in this, this country right now. All the embarrassment, all the foolishness, all the tensions and hassles and tweet storms and all of it. And then you don't even get delivery on the few things that his supporters really care about. That's what's going through a lot of people's minds. That's what's being considered. Uh, Even if people aren't laying it at Trump's door um, and they may not vote for Biden, they still may not turn out for Trump because they just consider the whole issue to be lost. And there is a lot of disillusionment on the right, a lot of disillusionment in the faith community. Some polls show that Trump has lost as much as 20% of his evangelical support. So this is a factor. These three rulings are factors, not only in terms of what, they, what the actual rulings will mean in American law and justice and culture, but in terms of what they mean politically for Donald Trump, that even when he puts conservative justices on the court, it still doesn't mean changes in public policy that his supporters want this is going to be an important part of this election. Let's keep watching. Let's keep paying attention. There are other things we need to consider. For example, right now, Turkey is massacring Kurds uh, going over the border into Iraq, into Iran, and massacring Kurds, just bombing villages uh, saying it's going after the PKK. We can't be distracted from stuff like that as we're paying attention to the American presidential election. But obviously, this is one of the most important elections in our lifetime. And Donald Trump is starting in a very, very deep hole. More soon. Stephen Mansfield is a New York Times bestselling author, a popular speaker, and a frequent faith and culture commentator on Fox and CNN. His groundbreaking books on faith and society include The Faith of George W. Bush, The Search for God in Guinness, Mansfield's Book of Manly Men, and Lincoln's Battle with God. Learn more at stephenmansfield.tv